This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 955. Why does IELTS only give you overall band scores? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Why does IELTS not provide you with individual criteria scores? Listen today for our theories, as well as a detailed breakdown of the IELTS writing scoring system. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Welcome to your IELTS Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> this is going to be a really good Tuesday because we have something very different today. We had a student ask why students don't receive separate criteria scores instead of just overall band scores. Like, why doesn't yeah. IELTS give those? And it's a very good question. We have a couple of theories we're going to share with you. And then we're going to break down the writing score. And we'll do, we'll talk about the speaking score in it next in the next episode tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is a nice little two-part series, guys. Um, what exactly does the examiner care about regarding your scores, right? So again, like this did come from a student question. Thank you, John, for sending us this question. Guys, send us your IELTS questions at support at allearsenglish.com or you could even email us directly, aubrey at allearsenglish.com, yes. jessica at allearsenglish.com. Um, all right. So his question exactly. Why do students not receive separate cri criteria scores instead of overall band scores? So here's the thing, guys. IELTS, IELTS is so secretive. They really are yeah. like, whoa, the security involved. With that test, the level of security involved every Saturday at these testing centers is insane. Stuff has to be locked up. Papers have to be shredded. You know, students have to give fingerprints. Like, that just, that level of security tells you, like, the, hmm, the importance IELTS feels about their information. And this is one of those things, right? Like, why is it so secret? Um, Aubrey, what's your theory? Well, I was thinking about, you know how you can apply to get a remark? 
I can see how if IELTS provided separate criteria scores for each section, that might become a little more complicated. You would have more information about what you received for individual scores, and that might complicate it for IELTS. They might need to provide more information about why. Why did you score a six for cohesion coherence? And I could see that causing, you know, maybe... Just more red tape for them might make it more difficult. So I could maybe see them avoiding it just to avoid that. That completely makes sense to me, guys. So let's think about the process, right? What do examiners do? All right. Examiners go on a Saturday or a Thursday whenever you're taking the test, the speaking test. So they're in there, you know, giving you the speaking interview, marking your scores on the sheet immediately after your speaking test. Um, and then they'll either stay at the test center to grade essays or they will come back uh, during the following week to grade essays. It just depends on their schedule. All right. So the examiner is actually at the center minimal hours. Okay. And they are never there to answer student questions. Okay. The only time you, um, interact with an examiner is on the speaking test. That's it. So when you go back to the center to ask for a remark or to ask about your scores or complain about your scores, you are talking to the test center administrator. That person has never trained as an examiner. They are not an examiner. They're just admin, right? They like shuffle the papers and stuff. Like they can't talk about your scores. They, don't know why. And they don't really care. That's not their job. So that explanation actually makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, because if the if the admin did have that information, they would be bogged down in student questions all the time because we don't blame anyone. I've taken exams and I want to know which questions exactly did I miss? What exactly did I get on each score? That makes sense, right? But for IELTS test administrators and test centers, that's not what they're able to spend their, you know, money and time on. Totally. And like, ultimately, guys, what are you using these scores for? I mean, universities and, you know, governments, they only ask for overall scores. Now, maybe if IELTS gave you individual scores, the governments would ask for those. But again, I don't think so. Like, it's all about red tape, you know, like, Mm -hmm. the government isn't going to say like, okay, well, if you get a seven for vocab and a five for grammar, you're fine. Like they don't care. They just want the overall score. And so that's what IELTS gives you. So that like, that's another reason why that makes sense. Um, here is a very cynical theory, guys. <laughs> um, maybe because IELTS is a, is a business and they want to make more money. And if you found out your individual scores, maybe it would be easier for you to improve and thus not take the test again and again. But that's a very that's cynical theory. And I don't I don't think that's true, guys. That's we're just throwing out theories. It um, kind of does feel that way though, right? Because when yeah. you guys we grade essays all the time, and when our students are able to see what they get for the individual scores, it's so much easier to improve true. your grade because then you know what to focus on, you know exactly what you're doing wrong. And so it does kind of feel that way. It almost feels like IELTS wants you to have to take the test over and over, which is awful. Well, yeah, totally. Um, guys, like, here's the thing. You, you really, it's so, it is nigh on impossible <laughs> to improve your overall writing score if you don't know the individual scores. Right. Like what how, what do you know to work on? How do you improve your essays if you don't know what the problem is, right? Like that's a fact. I mean, you can't just write tons of essays and expect your score to go up if you're just 
doing the same thing over and over again. So yeah, like, guys, you need to know those individual criteria in order to improve your overall band score. Like I, that's, there's no, um, there's no way around that. So that's why when we give feedback to our three keys students, either in a live Skype class or email essay feedback, guys, we tell you the individual scores and we tell you why you got a five on task, but a seven on vocab, right? Because, and Aubrey, I think you'll agree with this, most of the time, the problem is not so much vocab and grammar. The problem is usually in task and cohesion coherence. Yeah. Is that, do you agree? Yep, yep, that's exactly right. Especially if students only have a couple of weeks, you know, or maybe a month before yeah. they're going to take the exam. Even yeah. if they are making some grammar mistakes, that's not where their focus should be. And so we can right. help them see, you know, what how they can improve their task score and their cohesion coherence score in just a couple of weeks to boost their overall score to where they need it to be. Totally. I feel like the the math involved in improving the task and CC scores is more immediate and clear than the other scores. You know, like yes. if you think about the grammar score, there's like a thousand different little grammar rules involved in this. Like how do you, you can't like improve that overall holistic grammar score in two weeks or even a month? Like right. you can't. There's just too much involved. Um, but with task, so let's talk about it, guys. What, what, what do we care about when we're grading your essays? So for task one, if you are doing academic, you have to only give me the most important numbers. You have to tell me why those are important. And you have to give me a clear overall trend. That's it, guys. That, that That's what I mean by the math is easier. Like, it's easier to tell you exactly what to do to improve that score than it is to improve the grammar score. Exactly, right? And for general task one for the letter, the tone is a vital, yeah. like if, whether it's formal or informal or semi-formal, and that you have answered all three bullets clearly, directly, and fully. And that's it. That's your task score. That's it. Exactly, that's it. guys. <laughs> Consistent tone, details about each bullet point. Boom, done. Um, and like, yeah, we're, we're, we are making it sound simple, but I understand it's not because we're talking about ideas and organization and stuff. And it is like, you do need help improving this stuff. But the fact is that it's the easiest thing to improve quickly if you have the information you need. Right. Because right, if, if you, you like you were how. saying, if you compare that to grammar and the thousands of grammar rules that you have to keep straight in order to be able to get the seven or higher for that score, that's a yeah. world of difference. But totally. yeah, it's true that now, like now that you know, or once you know what your task score is dependent on, you still have to have all of these ideas in order to respond to those bullet points correctly, yeah. in order to understand how to talk about those numbers, but you're clear on what to do in order to get a seven or higher. Exactly, exactly. And so for task two, task response, guys, we dove into this deeply on IELTS Energy episode 888 <laughs> called When Your Task Response Score Self-Destructs in IELTS Writing. So definitely listen to episode 888 for more info. But basically, guys, like you need to have specific ideas that are linked to each other that um, like one reason that is expanded on. So each sentence must support the sentence before it. Each sentence has to give new and necessary information. And 
and they all have to be about the question directly, and you have to show your opinion throughout the essay. That, yes, that's it. That's, that's it, right? You things. just have to address the entire topic. And this can get a little complicated sometimes, right? We yeah. we leveled up recently the three keys IELTS writing modules because IELTS is starting to use mixed essays more. And we're starting to see a need for you to really pay attention to the topic and make sure you're answering the right question. This is vital yeah. for your task score. But if you are answering the question, the topic, it really is very straightforward. Totally, guys. Um, yeah, like Aubrey said, we just leveled up the writing module after working with thousands of students, guys, and seeing what do these band seven writing, band eight writing students have in common, right? And then like collating that information and giving it to you guys. Um, because we expect more from you, right? We've seen students get sevens, get eights on writing. And so we expect everyone to, because you can't. We've seen it happen. So that's why we did. We just updated the writing module in our course, guys. Um, if you want to check that out, go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, so let's dive into the cohesion coherence score. So we're going to mostly focus on these first two scores, guys, task and cohesion coherence. Because vocab and grammar, that is, that's, those are whole other animals, right? We'll, we will briefly discuss them, but these are the two scores we're going to talk about most in detail because these are the two most mysterious scores. These are the scores that students cannot improve on their own. They have to know what the examiner is looking for. What is, what are those secrets in that grading rubric that IELTS won't release publicly? That's what you need to know if you're going to increase your scores. Um, okay. So let's talk about cohesion coherence. Now, Task one, guys, I'm going to tell you something interesting, all right? For task one, you don't actually have to have paragraphs until band eight for cohesion coherence in task one. Um, regardless, <laughs> I still don't recommend not having paragraphs um, because examiners don't like that. It makes it harder to read as um, the audience. So still do have paragraphs, but that's just a little insider information <laughs> that you don't see on the public rubrics. Um, so what else is important for cohesion coherence in task one, Aubrey? Transitions, right? Linking words. Yeah. If you only have one or two or they're very low level, you cannot get a seven or higher. You have to have a variety of high level transition words and phrases. So the best thing here is to have template sentences that have a high level linking phrase that you can use. You know, the grammar's perfect. The transitions are used perfectly. We have these in our Three Keys IELTS um, study system, and it helps so much for students to be able to plug in a template sentence that has high level transitions, and then you can get that cohesion, coherence score up. Yeah, exactly. So that's the half of it, right? You need to have transition phrases. Now, just looking at a list of academic linking words online does not accomplish this, okay? Because first of all, they're, they can be simple, right? You can just use firstly, secondly, thirdly, for example, guys, that's not band seven. Like those are band six words. So you need to be using high level transitions, and the meaning of these high-level phrases may not be obvious to you if you're seeing it on a list. So it's not just like memorizing these phrases. You have to use them correctly because the other half of the cohesion coherence score is that your ideas make sense, <laughs> right? So these linking words are logical. They, like the, they're meaningful between the ideas um, and the ideas themselves must make sense. 
Okay, so that's the other half of the cohesion coherence score. Um, and these factors are true for task one and task two. However, the logic of the ideas is more for task two, because like task one academic, you're just describing numbers. Okay, like that's easy to get across logically. Um, but for the letter, that can be tricky. So the ideas are just as important in the task one letter as in the task two essay. Yeah, we see this a lot where students will use a transition, but in the wrong context when we're grading essays, right? If they use for instance or for example, and then don't immediately provide an example, or they'll use a high scoring transition word like consequently, but then they're not providing a more specific detail that is a consequence of what they just mentioned, right? Each transition word has meaning and you have to use them in the correct context or you're actually pulling down your cohesion coherence score. Totally. Exactly. Um, yeah. So here's, here's the next thing, guys. And it relates to what Aubrey just said. And this is a, a, this is a characteristic true for vocabulary and grammar. If you make mistakes, you're not getting higher than a six. <laughs> okay. And so that's as true for cohesion coherence, right? Using the linking words incorrectly. Vocab. If you're taking risks, if you're using a word wrong, right? If, if that happens too often, more than twice, you're, you can't get a higher than six for vocab. Okay. Um, grammar. If you have mistakes in too many sentences, you can't get higher than a six for grammar. So vocab and grammar don't take risks, right? But still show complex high level thoughts. So for vocab guys, it's just about using interesting idiomatic language, right? Academic language. Okay. For grammar, use some, use a couple complex and compound sentences, and then you can have a few simple sentences. Don't make a lot of mistakes. You can get a seven for grammar. Okay. So like it's not rocket science, but reaching those descriptions is difficult. Right, exactly. And the way to not take risks, we're not saying don't use high-level vocabulary, right? We're saying don't go in on test day and use a word that you're not absolutely sure of the meaning and context, right? If you're right. Pre- if you're just working off a vocabulary list and you haven't practiced it in context with sentences where you're sure of the meaning, it's so easy to make mistakes and use vocabulary incorrectly. So it's all about when you're studying, make sure you're using vocabulary right away and in the correct context. When you write it in your vocabulary notebook, write it in a sample sentence and then use it right away so you can practice and make sure that you know on test day you'll use it correctly. Exactly. Um, And if you are a three key student, you can ask us in the Facebook group, guys. (laughs) Yes. If um, like, what does this vocabulary word mean? How can I use it in a sentence? Um, because seeing it in a model sentence, like that's how you get the context, right? Yep. Um, so guys, remember, we are the only course in the world that has a whole course just for computer delivered IELTS. So if you're taking paper, we got you covered. Computer, We got you covered, guys. We have everything you need in Three Keys IELTS, guys. So check out your options for studying, learning these templates, and getting this insider information that you cannot get if it's not from an examiner. Guys, check it out. Go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. All right. Woo. This is, man, we are nerds about scores. This has been a very detailed episode, guys. Thank you for listening. And we will uh, see you tomorrow. Yeah. See you tomorrow, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye, Aubrey. 
Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.